Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. Hey, today we're celebrating. I'm your host, Adrian Conway, and this is episode number 50 of Rise and Pod with Adrian Conway, specifically as a daily rise. Welcome. I hope you guys are excited. Today, I have got some encouragement and a challenge. But the bottom line is I'm so excited about this episode, I can hardly contain myself. And I, and I mean it. Today we're talking about something that reigns so true to me or something that hits so hard at home that my palms are sweaty right now. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to share this information with you. And to be honest, the reason why? Because some of you aren't going to like it. Some of you are going to hear this and say, oh, but that doesn't really apply to me. Oh, it applies to you. And if you don't recognize it, it's eating you up. And it's also the reason success is so fleeting and far from you. So I would listen. And more importantly, I would apply. But today I'm going back to a toughness issue, to a training issue, to something again that resonated with me from a young man perspective all the way down to a boy. It's something I identified in humans. I'm so grateful that I found this quote by a legendary coach, albeit, that always helped reaffirm what I saw in humans, in athletes, and everyone. Vince Lombardi once said, good physical conditioning is essential to any occupation. A man or woman who is physically fit performs better at any job. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Now that last portion, that's the one, that last sentence is the one that gets all the love. It gets all the attention. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. What does that mean to you? Fatigue. Because see, a lot of people only see the athlete panting with his hands on his knees, bent over, perspiring, you know, uh, looking forward, trying to recover for the next repetition at track practice, trying to get ready for the next play on a football game, or they just, you know, uh, experienced a setback. And so they're tired, they're feeling their fatigue even greater. But fatigue looks very different than that all the time. It looks like you rubbing your eyes in the morning while you're sitting at your laptop doing a half-tail job at a, at, a, at a career that you don't care much for. Fatigue looks like you hitting the snooze button every morning when you get ready to go to work because you weren't properly rested, because you aren't training properly. Fatigue looks like you going through the motions instead of executing with passion and fire at even the tasks that you don't enjoy because you know how much they will pay off. Listen, yesterday, I literally just explained to you the value of leaving no stone unturned. Well, this is one of those stones. It's not just about your physical fitness. It's about your mental fitness. And we're talking endurance, stamina, things that actually take time, reps, hours, hours, and lots and lots of habits to build. I shared this story on a post the other day through my social media, Adrian Conway underscore, I think somewhere on IG. And I talked about winning an award when I was 11 years old. I was playing for the Smithfield Rams at the time. 
And I think I won the MVP that year, but I also won an award called, uh, you know, they titled it 110% award or something like that. It was based around effort. I talked about how much this changed me as a human, because what I saw was that my value to my team wasn't just because I scored touchdowns or had a lot of tackles. It was because of my effort. I was able to lead people because of my effort. I made some people upset because of my effort. And I remember as an 11 year old, you're not the oldest person on the team. At least where we were playing it, it goes to 12. It's nine to 12. And I can remember people being upset, athletes being upset where on some sprints, you decide to be first all the time, or you're going to fight for it. Or you're going to die trying. And we're running laps at the end of practice and I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to die trying. And it was something in me that just wanted to compete. I wanted to win. I didn't understand that fatigue made cowards of us all at that point at 11. But once I won that award at the conclusion of the season, something changed. And I knew then that my effort would always be recognized and always be rewarded. Because see, no coach came up to me after practice and was like, Adrian, I notice how hard you try. You're doing an amazing job. Well, we didn't play for that kind of staff at the time. It was a fun group, but they weren't building me up after practice every day just to say that. I was just doing what I was expected to do, at least what I thought. But it turns out it was always noticed. My teammates noticed it. Some of them didn't enjoy it, but it made them better. And it made them recognize their lack of effort. That's why it made them angry. Have you ever experienced that? You going all in on something? Someone being upset or jealous about you going all in on something? Don't be worried. Don't be upset. Don't even, hey, listen, you don't even have to entertain their words or their emotions. Because the truth is you're just pointing out their inadequacies, their inability to commit all the way like you, their inability to make every stone unturned like you are doing with your effort and your focus. So keep on. Keep going. Keep doing what you are doing. And I'll tell you why. It's because fatigue makes cowards of us all. I remember specifically, this is actually the year prior to being 11, so I'm 10. Listen, if you guys don't get anything from my podcast, understand the value of signing your children up for sports. You might not be a fan of football. You might not like the contact. You might wow, did I learn so many life lessons? And I'm about to share with you one that I learned at 10, nine slash 10. I was in the fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade, living in Arizona at the time. I played for a team called the Starfighters. Now, this is long before I was ever the MVP. Well, not long before, it was a year before, but I had never got to carry the ball. I was an offensive lineman. All I wanted to do was be a running back, score the touchdowns. I wanted to carry the team on my back, right? Those were the athletes that I looked up to. I wasn't in that situation, but I was a mean guard. And if someone was in front of me, I was going to push them because I knew that was my job. Coach said, hey, move this guy back. Push this guy this way on this play. Push him this way on this play. If he beats you, you're in the backfield. If he beats you, he'll make the tackle, right? Like I knew responsibilities. And so I tried to do what I could do when I could do it. Now, let me paint this picture for you. We were on an absolutely horrible team. I actually don't know. We might have won one game that year. It was awful, terribly discouraging. The coaching staff wasn't very organized. It was it was not the greatest experience. And again, it's, it stood out enough for me as a young man to remember this. Point is, there was one particular game 
there was an individual who was across from me. And, you know, as a prideful young man, I was like, okay, let's do this thing. He doesn't look like a big dude. Like, I'm, I'm going to handle my business here. I will tell you that we had a good battle for about eight or nine plays of the game. I noticed that he was strong. I noticed that he was potentially angry. But either way, extremely, extremely physical. Led with his head, stayed low, drove with his legs. It was hard for me to handle this particular individual. To bring you to the point, play after play after play of me taking a shot in the face and being driven backwards started to get to me. By the time we even got to the second drive of the game, this particular defensive lineman was having his way. And I remember, I remember the feeling. There was really nothing that I could do because I wasn't prepared. He hadn't faced someone like this before who had a will that was along the same kind of mentality as mine, yet he, his talent might have been a little bit greater. He was pushing me around. I felt defeated. I felt embarrassed. Because, oh, you guys know, if you're playing sports and your parents are in the, in the crowd, they know what's happening. They know when you do good and when you do bad. And I was getting worked. And even today, as I relive this experience, I, f- I remember the feeling. And again, I got sweaty palms thinking about it. Because it drives me. Because, see, when you fail at anything, you don't ever want to relive it. You don't ever want it to happen again. But what does this really look like for you? If fatigue makes cowards of us all, how are you training? How are you fighting? How are you preparing in order to not be in this particular situation? To not be beat down by the responsibilities. Hey, I'm good the first quarter of the year because, of course, hey, January 1 and we're making new starts and we're making moves, baby. Woo! But then all of a sudden, month three hits. Month four hits, month seven hits. Where are you at? Where's your effort? Now you're already just looking to the next year, the next holiday season, the next vacation, the next break. Well, that's because fatigue makes cowards of us all. What are you doing with your sleep? What are you doing to your body? What are you drinking? What are you not drinking? What choices are you making to fuel with real food? I don't mean to make this only about fitness and health, but really, it's all about fitness and health. As much as football is a tough guy sport, and I consider myself a pretty tough guy, it always favors the fittest. See, because every game is four quarters, and you have to keep playing. The only way you get saved is to get pulled, and if you want to play, well, then that means you love the sport. If you don't want to play, that means you're cool standing on the sideline, so no one really cares about that anyways. Stay in the game and stay prepared to play. Think about leaving no stone unturned. What else do you need to not have that element of fatigue, to be burnt out, to stay close to the reason that you started? This week, I've talked to you about several of these things, and I hope you have a goal in growing in each of them. This is the point 
that you need to take home today and also consider down the road. You have to stay prepared and you have to continue to improve your fitness and your job at the gym, at your house, because no matter what, even in an argument at home, even in your relationship with your children, even in relationship with friends, we know what happens at the gym and we know what can happen at work, but there's a moment where we all get burnt out and reach fatigue. And while this isn't all about physical fitness, it has a tremendous effect on your emotions. Once you get fatigued, you're rattled, you're annoyed, you're upset. Then what do you say? Then what do you do? Those results are often not the most optimal. So recognizing this and taking this home, fatigue makes cowards of us all. So how are you training? What are you changing? And what will you do going forward? Go do something great. Work on your fitness. Keep rising.